0: The M-Store where they're all Grizz all the time.
2: Change is constant, and nowhere is this more true than with your company's network and network security. With an SD-WAN solution from Blackfoot Communications, you get the best of both worlds. A scalable network to quickly connect remote offices and the protection from downtime that ensures your network is always on. For more information, visit blackfootbusiness.com or call 866-541-5000. Blackfoot, connect to more.
1: It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Tutela Nuanes, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! No. Sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and
3: Coulter Nuanes. Last night, we witnessed two incoherent males bloviating over one another for 90 minutes. This is our promise. We got two more hours of it for you right now. It is to Telenuanas the one 1029 ESPN radio SWX Montana television. Outstanding to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Oh, yes, that's what I'm having a wonderful day. I want you to be having a wonderful day despite the world, you know that's what you do you laugh into the abyss that's what they say anyway we are happy to be along with you thanks for letting us ride along with you through your midweek or here on a Wednesday afternoon if you want to get involved you want to be a part of the show give us a call 361-3688 the phone number 361 3688 all guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line you can text that phone number as well go ahead and uh, get us that way and uh, respond to it uh, as you will. we will be happy to uh, get you involved either uh, over the phone lines audibly or textually. You can also go ahead and listen on the World Wide Web. How about that? 1029ESPN.com. You go to the Listen Live tab, you jump in the stream, and you are listening all the time as it's happening on ESPN Radio, including to this show every weekday afternoon. Thanks to Opportunity Bank of Montana, your local bank, your opportunity. Let's take a look at what we got in the show today. First of all, NBA Finals Game 1. Tonight, we're just about three hours away from tip-off in the bubble between the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James' hello 10th NBA Finals appearance and the uh, Miami Heat uh, I think I think who's like kind of everybody's sweetheart right now like if you're not just a Lakers fan it's hard not to love the Miami Heat so we're gonna get into that series a little bit spend spend a little bit of time with it we also uh, have a little uh, a gift for you in the second uh, segment of this show at the bottom of the hour so we'll get into that we'll also get into some baseball it is a Wednesday we're gonna give you wings over to the Desperado Sports Tavern the best wings in the city of Missoula So we will give you uh, some wings uh, and do a little bit of trivia here. I will see if I can stump Coulter with a variety of questions, which I have prepared for him. Top of the hour. Very happy about this. It's uh, Wednesday. We do our ESPN roundtable with Kent Haslam this week. The athletic director at the University of Montana covered a variety of things from uh, uh, the the Division One Sports Council, scheduling FCS playoffs, scheduling basketball, getting into the Big Sky Conference regular season, and what the... The University of Montana, as an entity, as an athletic department, is at right now where they're at right now. So plenty to catch up with with the athletic director at UM, and we appreciate him coming on with us. We'll have that for you at 5 o'clock, top of the hour there. And also, Anthony Knockreiner a buddy uh, from up there in Kalispell on KGEZ, put out his uh, weekly Treasure State media poll for their high school. So we will go through that, take a look at where uh, they stack up. I'll give you a hint. Uh, they do the top five in each classification. There are five and only five undefeated teams in Class Double. So, if you're wondering, it's all just a matter of the order, but not a matter of the who for the class AA ranks at this point in time. So, there you go. That is our show today. Uh, again, maybe get into some baseball stuff and uh, and continue to get you set throughout the day for uh, uh, NBA basketball tonight. And, Coulter, it's your time, baby. I mean, the NBA finals are upon us. we got the Lakers and the Heat going into this postseason. Uh, a lot of people were on the Lakers, and I think a lot of people thought, well, it's either the Lakers or the Clippers. Well, that's not how it turned out. But ultimately, it dur- did turn out to be the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know how many people had the Miami Heat. I certainly did not. But as we have gone through and watched this Miami Heat team play, they have been, first of all, dominant. I mean, I, I still don't think they get enough credit for, right. they, what are they, 12-3? and three? Same, or, same record as the Lakers. In the, in the postseason? 12-3. So... They have done it with hard work, with effort. They've done it with grit. They've had to grind some games out. But at the end of the day, that's all they've done is just win in this postseason, no matter who was in front of them. And so uh, I, I still don't think that they are experiencing quite the level of credit that they deserve that said, I think they are getting still a ton of credit and a lot of people on board with this basketball team. I think it's a fascinating series. I think it's a very interesting one. It's not what we expected it to be, and and yet it's not disappointing. Sometimes you get a series that you didn't expect, and it's also one you didn't want. I think we didn't expect this one, but we do want it now that it's here.
0: No question. It, it, was, a, it was a timely and well-played joke that you led the show with. But I have to give my two cents on this because we try to keep politics out of this show as much as we possibly can.
3: I mean, I tried to just segue you right into
0: basketball. But you're going to bring me full circle to the point I want to make about these two teams in parallel with the disgraceful 90 minutes worth of television that most of America watched last night. The definition of being American is that you can think, believe, and speak out about whatever you want. We can sit here and debate all the merits of both sides of the aisle, every single good and bad part about capitalism, every single good and bad part about democracy and a republic. I'll tell you this. The one thing that I wish that we could find a way to agree upon, or the one thing I wish we could find a, a central harmony in is what we watched last night is not the way to do it. You have to have some sort of harmony when it comes to discourse. There has to be some sort of respect given to the other person that you're debating with. And it was a microcosm for, I think, what has caused our country to go awry. The reason the Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals is the harmony of their team, Mm. how well they play together. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful part about it. The NBA, since the last lockout in 1998, has become two twofold the two biggest things that have changed in the nba are one when america when the united states did not win the gold medal in the olympics
1: mm-hmm.
0: in 2004
3: yeah two two or four one of the two yeah yeah you're probably right I yeah you had, you
0: had dream that. team in 92 dream team 2 in 96 i think 2004 yeah 2000, so it would been 04 two, yeah. yeah 2000 they won it and 2004 they didn't yeah or maybe it was two thousand that they didn't, and then they did in two thousand four. In any case, the one year since NBA players have been allowed to play in the Olympics that the United States did not win it, it had a, it was a land's it, it was a landmark moment in the history of basketball because it proved that the international style of play is can compete. It caused for rule changes. The NBA three point line was moved back. The lane was widened. The defensive three seconds rules were instituted. All of these different things changed. Also, guys from around the globe got a chance to play in the NBA. It's the number one factor that's changed in the post-Michael Jordan era in the NBA. The number two, though, was that collective bargaining agreement that was signed in 1998, which then defined revenue sharing for TV, the salary cap, it spawned this new era of the ability to sign quote-unquote super teams, but also how finite your window is when you do that because if you choose to sign, like the Miami Heat did, three guys to $100 million contracts like they did when they signed LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh, it is finite. It cannot last forever. You can't just do that and then do it again. The Golden State Warriors are going through it right now. Who are they going to pay? They got Steph Curry signed up. They got Klay Thompson. What are they going to do with Draymond Green when he comes up to get paid? You don't know. They had to get rid of Kevin Durant. You can't have all of them. You can have them for a moment, but not for a long span. So then how do we capitalize on this moment? So then because of that, the play on the court has become largely a copycat league in terms of taking... X's and O's, but also roster construction. And we've seen teams try to take that. Boston Celtics with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce, Miami Heat with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch, and and LeBron James. We've seen teams try to replicate that, varying levels of success, mostly not successful, which is in fact made me very happy because I think that buying the championship is not the way to do it. Organically creating it is the way is the most is the most uh appealing way for an Mm. NBA franchise to go about doing it. And so here we have twofold, the Miami heat in the finals because they play together because they have wonderful roster construction. They have four really good, but no, absolutely elite player. I don't think that they have a top 10 player on their team, but I think they have four guys that when they're playing at their best are top 25 players in the NBA. I think they have four all-star caliber, but not four all NBA players. Do you know what I mean? Yes. When you're talking about Bam, Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, all four of those guys, very good, but not, you know, LeBron James level. The thing that's so appealing about the Lakers to me though, is they are completely different than a super team. Although they do have two of who I consider four of the best players in the NBA and probably the best combination of players in the, I don't think probably, the best, the guys that complement each other, absolutely the best of anybody in the NBA. But here's the thing that hasn't gotten any play. And the reason it hasn't gotten any play is the number one thing that hasn't gotten any play is how little play the Lakers have gotten in terms of the drama. It's been non-existent. The Lakers were the most dysfunctional franchise in pro sports. The leaks that were coming out of the Lakers when Magic Johnson was involved in the franchise and they were trying to rebuild this thing, it's almost as if when Anthony Davis signed and Kobe Bryant died, the leaks, they disappeared. There's been no internal drama. There's been no LeBron James doesn't like Contavious Caldwell Pope. None of the stuff that always matriculates its way into locker rooms that have superstars. I mean, think about what the Houston Rockets just had to go through this year. Mike D'Antoni's getting fired. Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Can it work? Can it work? Can it work? It's not The distraction is so distracting. It's it's what it is. That's where the Lakers are so much credit. It's the first, quote-unquote, superstar-driven super team
3: that doesn't have any drama. The Lakers uh, didn't only have drama, have drama. They had the most drama that I have seen a, a, a championship-level professional franchise have. I've seen a lot of drama out of just horrendous franchises. Sure. But... The, I mean, from the stunning impromptu just walk off of Magic Johnson as the president, and Mr. Greatest example it, of it, it right? The guy, the guy quit in a press conference that he didn't even call to announce he was quitting. He's a side mid press conference. I'm out, just done, and and that going back to you know the, the GM and 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 the the lack of leadership at an ownership level and the fight between the siblings uh, of the boss family and and all that. And I, you, you touched on it as one of two things, but I, I think, no, no question, the death of Kobe Bryant was um, as stunning, obviously awful, and also it puts things into perspective when yeah. all of a sudden the bickering that's happening and whatever it is, and you just go, what are we doing? What are we doing here? And I don't think the players wanted to put up with it anymore. And I know for sure the fans are sitting here. You're not going to come in here. This is Kobe's team and Kobe's town and do anything but respect him and what this is about this season. I think there's no question that that has been the overarching explanation, at least to me, about why it went from absolute chaos into equanimity. I mean, just in a day. And so so much of it to those
0: LeBron James cuz you said the word yes. perspective and here's here's the the most fascinating part of LeBron James in year 17 LeBron was a prodigy the most hyped player in the history of basketball and he had to take his lumps And then all of a sudden he's sitting there and he's a veteran, but he's still younger than everybody else. And there was still resentment around the league towards him, both among players and among fans. The guy's been handed everything. He took the easy way out. He went to Miami to get a ring. He left Cleveland high and dry. He's a drama queen. He's blah, 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 blah. LeBron has evolved so many times, though. Now he has the most perspective in the league. Mm -hmm. It's his number one gift. LeBron James has not done the stomp in the floor, pound in the chest until the last five minutes of the closeout game with the Denver Nuggets. And it was so unbelievable to watch because now he's on a team where everybody on the team, with the exception of Rajon Rondo and Danny Green, are 10 plus years younger than him. So they're looking up to this guy like the fearless leader, like their dad. They don't want to disappoint this guy every time he's had the huge dunk, every time he's ripped the rim down, every time he's had the huge block. I mean, he's, he's certainly like had a little bit of a snarl, but he hasn't done the LeBron James performance. Celebrate. Yeah,
3: yeah, right.
0: And you can see the young guys looking at him all the time. And then when he hit that third straight fall away after getting contact in the lane, and it was like, I think he'd had 13 out of the last 15 Laker points, and it was very clear that LeBron James was sending the Denver Nuggets home in that moment, and the whole team swarmed him. I mean, to me, that was the moment Mm -hmm. when the Lakers were like, man, LeBron's finally going to be LeBron in front of us, and we get to watch him do it. To me, that was such a transcendent moment for this team, and I've been wondering aloud this whole time, because I think that, again, they're they're the best combination in the league, there's no question, and they're two of the five best players in the league, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. The rest of their roster is not very good. And I was wondering if that was going to ever come back to bite them. I, I, basically, my question was, can LeBron James and Anthony Davis win the NBA title on their own? Okay. The answer is
3: yes. They can. Uh, they certainly, I mean, they're there. So if you're in it, you can do it. it. That's exactly. it. Uh, it's 2 tell and Nuwana's 1029 ESPN Radio. I want to jump over to the East and ask. We, we,
0: one more stat we got to drop before we get into this. Just This is just for perspective. We don't even need to analyze it. All right. That's what I did. I just grabbed my phone because so I wanted to use my calculator. Tenth career finals for LeBron James. This yep. is the 74th finals in nba history lebron james has been in 13.8 almost 14 percent of the finals in the history of the league
3: yeah that's a decent number it's <laughs> a decent number uh let's uh i want to go back over to the east and talk about the heat and overlay what you talked about you yes, said you yes. talked about the heat and the unity that they have as a team and the uh um you say symmetry but but the 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 chemistry and being all unified and about it, about the same thing all together. And the beautiful
0: part about it, too, is you have these two young guys that have gotten so much better
1: before
3: our eyes. But it
0: hasn't – oftentimes when that happens, it takes some of the older guys taking a back seat, Mm -hmm. and that hasn't been the case. That's why it's so spectacular to watch. Because you have Goran Dragic and Jimmy Butler playing the best basketball of their careers, while these other two guys blossom, and it's not a give
3: and take; they all are balling, and and everybody's getting better together. I together, mean, Jimmy exactly. Jimmy Butler is better as a result of Tyler Hero, but Tyler Hero certainly owes a debt to to Jimmy Butler. I, right? I thought
0: my brother pointed this out so brilliantly when we were watching the game. I think it was on Sunday against the Celtics, maybe it was Saturday. One game over the weekend that was Heat Celtics. He said, "This is what Jimmy Butler." has always needed to be actually, actually the fourth best player on the team in terms of offensively, but absolutely mm-hmm. the leader, the the alpha dog, the defensive spearhead for sure, and then he just gets buckets when buckets come easily to him. Jimmy Butler's a pretty good isolation scorer. He is. But when Jimmy Butler's getting 10 of his 20 points per game on runouts, like when I thought I think it was Sarah Spain who said it on the radio last week. I thought she put it perfectly. When they put Jimmy Butler at the top of that zone and he gets a steal and it's just an easy layup or an easy dunk, mm-hmm. it's like a pick six. Mm-hmm. He's getting six points right there just from boom, deflection, easy
3: point, and that's how the heat stay in games. If you ever want to know about the Chicago Bulls or people who used to be Chicago Bulls, Sarah Spain, that's where you go. Right. Um, but what I wanted to ask you, though, so we, we've we established this this uh, this unity factor this basketball uh symmetry uh or, or chemistry that the heat seemed to have both in their game but also in their mentality and the way that they go about it uh that you just don't see all that often the team that i thought had the greatest understanding of the game and chemistry and beauty in what they did that i've ever watched has been the last iteration of the Golden State Warriors. Yes. And it's interesting to me because the Warriors managed to do that. It was not, it it didn't apparently function as well as it does in Miami with the because of Draymond Green who was an absolute necessity and a motor and also at times a detractor depending on how a particular game or series went. But in terms of the game on the floor, I don't know that I've ever seen a team that was as bought into a particular style of basketball. The other, th- the other factor, though, is they have better players than what the Heat have in general and can do it in a different way. So how do you compare what we think, I, th- I would say, are two very... Uh, 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 close and uh, 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 chemistry-laden teams that are not just one guy, two guys kind of carrying the load, but the entire group bought in completely and executing at a high level. But it looks very different when the Heat do it compared to when the Golden State Warriors do it. Let me ask you this. Okay, Is Draymond Green a hall of favor? This, you're you're going to tell me what you always tell me. That he's the litmus test, right? I mean, he's... Well,
0: what what I'm going to tell you... I wouldn't say say it's a fast, no, I'm not sure yet. What I'm going to tell you is that Draymond Green is absolutely a Hall of Mm Famer. If Draymond Green gets drafted by the Detroit Pistons or the Miami Heat or the New Orleans Pelicans or the Los Angeles Clippers or the Portland Trailblazers or any other franchise in the entire NBA besides the Golden State Warriors, he's not. And it's not just because of the winning. It's because of what makes him unique It's the absolutely greatest confluence of events you could ever have in the NBA. The style of basketball that became so prominent and prevalent in the league. The Warriors are the only team in the history of the league that have two absolutely elite scorers and shooters in Steph Curry and Klay Thompson that can play on and off the ball. You had Kevin Durant. That's here nor there, though. The ball movement and the beauty of the the art of the beautiful mm-hmm. game that they just put on display, KD was a part of it, but he wasn't really that essential to it at all. They actually looked better sometimes without him, just in terms of the ball movement and yep. the way that they whipped it around and the assists and all that stuff.
3: Draymond comes, stands at the top of the key or at the free throw and, line, catches it in the middle, and the, that's middle, it. And the that's wheel it. starts the, the,
0: running. The reason, the, reason the offense is so unbelievable is when the opponent misses a shot – when Draymond Green can snare the rebound and initiate the offense and you got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson running to the block and getting a screen, coming off the screen, that's like a 65% shot. you got Steph Curry coming off the screen, you can give him a clean look. That's like one of the best shots you can get in the game of basketball. And so that's what makes them so beautiful.
3: Reminds me of the Grizzlies.
0: But to compare
3: the, the Memphis Grizzlies? No, the, the Montana, Montana Grizzlies. Grizzlies. They developed the place. I mean, you know what I mean? It all <laughs> happened downtown. Man. Go listen to Grizz Greats. Uh, go listen to Grizz If you're, to you're trying to Grates. figure it out, if you're trying
0: to understand what I'm talking about, Grizz needs Grizz needs some more shooters. That's the number one thing that they need in yeah. the program. Well,
3: I was just me more, more speaking about the action, less about the shooting. It's a
0: great question though. So to to compare and contrast though, I think that the motions and just the unique nature of the the combination of personnel for the Golden State Warriors, I don't know if it'll ever be replicated. You you could start a franchise from scratch with the explicit goal of
3: replicating what the Warriors did, and still maybe never get it. Well, yeah, you. Steph Curry and Clay Thompson have never existed before and (laughs) exist together on the same team. (laughs) So, like, yeah, you're not right. Good luck. Totally. Well, it's kind of like Scottie Pippen. You
0: you have this kid who can play point forward in the triangle offense it's it's a moment in time it's what Mm. it's the things that we can't control in pro sports that Mm -hmm. this become Mm -hmm. what they become that's actually part of the brilliance of lebron james is he has tried to control every element of it for better or for worse and has been able to knock down the wall in front of him each and every time but to compare and contrast with the heat though i think the heat first of all they run more stuff to get their dudes open. Honestly, this is. Some people might say this sounds like blasphemy. I think Tyler Hero is the best guy moving without the ball in the NBA, besides Steph Curry. He, blasphemy. He's, he's 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 poor man's the poorest poor man. Steph Curry at this moment at 20 years old, but he's so good at moving without the ball. He does move well without the ball. But. They have but he can also play on the ball and Dragas can play on and off the ball and Jimmy Butler can play on and off the ball, and that's the brilliance of what they do. They have some such a, a wide array of actions that they can run. But the key for them, and it's gonna be the key in this series, no question, is Bam Adebayo. Mm-hmm.
3: He's the key. Can he do anything to deal with Anthony Davis? And will Anthony Can he
0: draw a double team?
3: Off, do you offensively.
0: Even, yeah. Do you even need to, though? That's mm-hmm. the whole question. Because mm-hmm. it's advantage Lakers big time if it's just AD Garden Bam, because now you can deny Tyler Hero the ball. Now you can deny Goran Dragic the ball. If he has to sink though for a double team, now that opens up the flow of your
3: offense. Uh, much has been made about Bam the defender, particularly with the block, obviously. But he's he is he is an, he might be <laughs> he might be the best six foot nine inch rim protector I ever saw. Uh, but he is something else. At the end of the day. He's a 21-year-old? 21. Um, Young, young player with tremendous skill and tremendous upside. If Anthony Davis does not do whatever he wants in every single game of this series, everything that I think that I think about Anthony Davis will be confirmed to me.
0: You stole the question right out of my mouth, but I'm going to ask it to you again because I want to know your thought on this. Okay. I agree. Anthony Davis should have his way. But from what you've seen to this point, and obviously the, it's so much easier to scrutinize guys that have been in the spotlight for a really long time. We have eight years worth of tape on Anthony Davis between the one year at Kentucky and now to pick him apart. Everything he's great at, everything that we wish he was better at. Mm-hmm. We only—I mean, I—I I never watched Bam Adebayo play a game in my life until the bubble.
1: Mm-hmm. He's, he yep. was new
0: to me. Right. I mean, I knew of, about his like draft profile existed, or whatever. Yeah. But I, you know, I watched him at Kentucky in passing, but I, I was not analyzing Bam. But from what you've seen so far, don't you think,
3: personality-wise, that Bam is way more of a dog than Anthony Davis? I mean, I, nobody on Miami isn't a dog. Right. And yes, I do. And by the way, in my estimation right now, that's a pretty low bar at the moment. I'm not sure I'm not more of one. I just can't walk. <laughs> you know? And so, I mean, and that's the frustrating piece. And we've seen glimpses, like we've seen moments from Anthony Davis. I don't want to, you know, write him off completely as soft, but I am I am saying it can't be a sometimes thing. It just has to be wh- what you are, who you are. Yeah. And I'm not sure it is for him. And that that's not even necessarily a critique. Some people you know, are just naturally more passive, a little more, you know, restrained, whatever it might be. That's not necessarily a negative thing, but on the basketball court, particularly in the league, particularly in the playoffs, explicitly in the finals, it just has to be there. There's no, you put everything else to the side and you go as hard as you can go physically, mentally, emotionally, with your mouth, whatever you got to do. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think we'll see it at times. And I think we won't see it at other times. And the times that we don't see it, I think Bama bio is gonna gonna send some messages to Anthony Davis in this series at moments. You know, and maybe that's the thing that Anthony Davis is gonna need. Like somebody's got to be in here. This is the one thing where I go. Now I know you got what eight coaches on the coaching staff mm-hmm. of an NBA team, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're allowed to bring four to the bubble, maybe five. You you know what I've told you before. I, I I'm not here to assess any coach at all. Who uh, particularly in the NBA. I don't know how big of a fire starter Frank Vogel seems like he is. You know, right. in terms of the 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 emotion and the it, the energy of the moment that might be LeBron's role okay that's it that certainly is LeBron's role but somebody's got to get to Anthony Davis and go look in the mirror and go but sometimes you can't be what you're not too. that's right here, yes. here, here's, here's See, if you're not though, it you're that's Le- it's Le- what it is LeBron
0: is such a tactful leader though mm-hmm. that he's not going to scream and yell down Anthony Davis's throat to be a crazy man with his hair on fire unless he thinks he can get that out of him. There's not going to be any, I want you to do this, and Anthony Davis is pushing back.
3: LeBron's going to empower Anthony Davis to yes. be what he is, period. He's been in the league long enough to know that. And, and I want to be clear. Anthony Davis does not need to appear on the floor to be Patrick Beverly. I don't need him snarling. I don't need him even yelling or doing whatever. What I do need him to do is to assert his will at every moment on the basketball floor. That's yeah. what shows me that he yeah. is engaged. I need him to have not two rebounds in a basketball game. Sure. So that is that is what I'm focusing on. If he's actually you know flamboyant and demonstrative, that is a total aside.
0: The other thing worth noting is that... This is just my prediction, but I think that because the Lakers got such quality minutes out of Dwight Howard in the Western Conference Finals, Mm -hmm. that I don't think we're going to see Bam Adebayo and Anthony Davis against each other right out the gates. Mm. I think the Lakers will go with a big lineup, and I think that they'll have Dwight Howard on Bam initially and have Anthony Davis just floating as a backside-type defender.
3: And I think on the other side, though, I don't think Jimmy Butler's going to start out on LeBron James either. I think that's Jay Crowder. No, I'm, but I am interested in Bam Adebayo defensively against Anthony Davis because that has to be the matchup, right? That's that's got to be right. more or less right, what right, you right. do, and that's the, that's the area where I'm I'm most interested because you're right. I mean, if Dwight Howard's in the game, uh, I would think he has to be the defender uh, on on that because I
0: mean, he's still a pretty damn
3: good defender.
0: Well, I mean, he's. He- He's I mean, he's one of the greatest athletes. Good at whatever he wants to be. If he like, if he besides <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, there's that. But, but
0: yeah, I mean, his foots. I mean, the thing is, it's so crazy. Is Dwight Howard is not very
3: old still. Seven o'clock tonight. We uh, will send you to the bubble in two hours at 630 and then opening tip seven o'clock ESPN radio for uh, NBA finals game one. I'm pumped up for this game. I'm pumped up for this series. And uh, I, I feel w- something that I I usually don't feel. And maybe part of that is arrogance on my part. Or maybe part of that is just like it doesn't happen that way. But I genuinely don't know like what's going to happen. Not in the sense that you never know what's going to happen, but like. I, 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 this to me is a coin flip. Like I have no clue how this game is going to play out. And I I don't think I'll have a feel, you know, I'll feel more about games two and three after seeing one, but, but these two, the matchup of this is a very interesting and intriguing one to me. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We got a little surprise for you in the next segment. So stick around, hang out with us for segment number two uh, and we will have a little fun right after this. Hey, sports are back on. This is one of the biggest sports days that we've ever had eight Major League Baseball playoff games happening. Game one of the NBA Finals. Obviously, coming into the weekend, we got college football, the NFL going on. Well, guess what? You need more than one TV to watch them. How about 55? How does that sound? Go to the Silver Slipper. Silver Slipper has 55 televisions for you to watch whatever you want whenever you want on they have drink specials every single day 20 kino machines they got a liquor store pizza there's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team The Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and their urge to have a good time. And by the way, The Card Room is back and open with games nightly at 7 p.m. So call or text 333-1500, 333-1500, or visit MissoulaPoker.com for more info. Stop by today to see why The Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. It's across the street from Super Walmart on Brooks. And also check them out, like them on Facebook, to get daily drink special updates and up-to-the-moment information, the Silver Slipper.
2: Change is constant, and nowhere is this more true than with your company's network and network security. With an SD-WAN solution from Blackfoot Communications, you get the best of both worlds. A scalable network to quickly connect remote offices and the protection from downtime that ensures your network is always on. For more information, visit blackfootbusiness.com or call 866-541-5000. Blackfoot, connect to more.
3: We got a little surprise for you, and it is setting up perfectly right now. It's 2TEL is 102.9 ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television. Great to be with you on this very nice Wednesday afternoon. Now, here's the deal. Our buddy Sean Rainey over at SWX Television is the biggest Padres fan that we know. I think he might be the only one. And (laughs) they are playing in the postseason right now. And he has canceled everything to watch this game. And we're going to call him. And we're going to see if we can get him on here. And he's got Sean... Sean Rainey. Oh, my God. Sean, Ra- <laughs> Sean Rainey, this is two-telling Uh Don't swear. You're down six to three. Your Padres gave up four runs at the top of the first inning. We just needed to do a live check-in with you, my friend, to see how you're doing right now because you're a very invested Padres fan. <sighs>
1: Yeah, well, let's just say I was wearing a Chris Paddock jersey to start the game, and I, it is, it is, I'm not wearing it now. Let's <laughs> put it that way.
3: He was the starting pitcher that gave it all up. Is that what you're telling us? Because no one here knows what's going on
1: with baseball. Correct. Yes, he was the starter because we our two best starters are Clevenger's injured. out, Lamet's out. Yep, and so Paddock got game one, and this was his chance to prove it after sucking all year, and he well continued a terrible season and gave up four. We try to chip away, but, um, you know, we just continue to throw like our worst pitchers and gave one of a playoff series. Cause that's the smart thing to do. Former
3: know? Missoula Osprey, Paul Goldschmidt goes, yeah, in the first inning and, uh, sends Rainey into a spiral of depression and anger 6-3 the score as they play. You know, as a, as a Cubs in the fourth inning, top of the fourth, as a Cubs fan, you know I'm actually rooting for the Padres here against the Cardinals. Uh, but here's what I want to know. It, it, how long's it been? Is it 14 years since the Padres have been in the postseason?
1: Yeah, 14 years, and then um, five minutes into the game, and it's 4 nothing. And I was like, so this is what playoff baseball is like. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Better not to be at the dance at all than go to the dance and fail. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Uh,
1: it's, been, it's been rough, but hey, you know, still uh, only the top of the fourth inning. This game has been just going forever. So it 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 is never, never now. Uh,
3: you've got three runs. You gave up a couple more, as we said, six three. Where are we at? Like how 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 is the game shaping up? I understand the Padres are losing, but like I mean, as he like you say, you got a long ways to go here.
1: Yeah, well, we just we can't stop the the bleeding here. We scored a run in every inning, but Goldsmith's up right now, big at bat with a runner on second. Um, It's just, uh, yeah, this is just it's just unfortunate. Like you go a whole season with a great roster, and then your two best pitchers get hurt three days before the playoffs start. So,
3: do you do you feel better that you actually didn't go a whole season? You went a third of a season.
1: Hey, it's a hundred percent of the season for this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh you yeah. should just become like me. I was wearing my Cleveland Indians hat this morning when we were all hanging out. You're wearing I'm it right now it right now, and you guys were like, Oh man, I don't know about that hat. Sorry about last night and I was like, What are you guys talking about? Coulter's, so that's like the hat.
3: Coulter's completely checked out of the postseason like Rainey's checked out of this conversation because he's so locked into this baseball game. If Goldsmith hits a home run and it's 8-3 right here at this at-bat.
1: He, he just grounded. He grounded out to short. So we've got two outs. We can get out of here 6-3. Our offense has hmm. been one of the best in baseball. So it's we've we still got six trips up to the plate. To okay, go. So now, it's not over yet
3: spilling the banks of the San Diego Padres and the ones and ones of people listening to the show that care about the Padres. The Minnesota Twins lost their 18th consecutive postseason oh game, gosh. got swept out. So, I mean, first of all, it ain't that bad. It ain't that bad what's going on. But can you believe this with Minnesota? They won the doggone uh, uh, division. They're hosting, and they can't even beat the hapless Houston Astros who were the only team with a losing record in the entire playoffs.
1: Well, if you think about it, if you think about just if you just take the worst team in baseball, like the Pirates, like they can't lose 18 in a row. Let alone taking a team that made it to the playoffs, which means you're good, and then you lose 18 in a row. Like that is just absolutely unbelievable. It's incomprehensible. It's, it's, yeah, it really is. It's wow.
3: All right, well, the Houston Astros, they move on. By the way, the Braves beat the Reds 1 0 in 13 innings. You're looking for action all the time? What more do you want than a 13 inning, 1 0 baseball game, Coulter? To play golf twice a day. <laughs> Well, Rainey, uh, we're not going to keep stringing you on here. We'll let you get back to it. The base runner got from second to third. I don't know how that happened. So you're still not out of the top of the, sec- or the, top of the fourth inning here. But two outs, 6-3. Uh, if, uh, if we see you tonight, I guess it means that San Diego did win the baseball game. So we wish you the best. Okay, man?
1: Well, we appreciate it. Hopefully this uh, frown turns the play down
3: soon. Sean Rainey, boys and girls. Your ABC Fox television sports anchor and uh, dedicated Padre fan. I don't know what to do between Sean's like just straight depression and your absolute unwavering indignant indifference towards baseball right now. I just want to have fun and watch a bunch of games. Nobody will let me do it. Stu Telling who on 1029 ESPN Radio. Here's what's going to happen next. I'm going to quiz Coulter. We're going to give away some wings to the Desperado and we're going to have fun. Doggone it. That's what we're going to do around here. All right. You into this thing? We'll get your wings to the Desperado, and Coulter is not going to know the answer to at least one of these questions. I hope we'll do it right after this. Hey, live from Trail West Bank, it is the convenience of an ATM with a personal touch. A friendly team member on video is ready to help you cash checks, make deposits, withdrawals, loan payments, transfer funds, and more. You got to go live with Trail West
1: Bank. Welcome
3: back to Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you on a Wednesday afternoon. Hope you're well. Thanks for rolling along with us as we uh, roll through some. Major League Baseball postseason and into the NBA finals A game one, by the way. If you uh with us in the last segment, quick update. Now two on and two outs. Runners at the corners, still six three Saint Louis, but the Padres still not out of this inning as Yadier Molina is at the dish. He is down in the count one two. Uh Coulter, uh, it is time to give away some wings and to see how smart you are. Okay the the wings are a guarantee you being smart is also a guarantee but we'll see how smart yeah we'll right see i now. don't know if knowing random sports information makes you smart yes it does 3613688 eight. critical thinking makes you smart I guess well then you've checked both boxes. 361-3688 is the phone number. Caller number two right now, Wings to the Desperado Sports Tavern. It's a wing it Wednesday. The Desperado, the best doggone wings in the entire city of Missoula. Colter and I can speak firsthand. Many times over to that fact. So go ahead Indeed. and uh, give us a call and get what you get, get. Get what's good here in this town. Wings at the Desperado, 361-3688, caller number two right now. All right, Coulter. First of all, I had a question that I was going to ask you. And okay. I was like, you know what? Coulter's going to know this question, so I'm not going to ask it. And then you answered it in the first segment, and you don't even know that you did. Okay. How many NBA championships have there been? 74. Yeah. So I didn't ask that question, but I okay. do have a different question along the line. Okay. What year was the first NBA championship played?
0: Is not seventy-four years ago.
3: Nineteen forty-seven. I think it was forty-seven. I foolishly wrote the question, failed to write the answer. Yeah, Nineteen Phil- forty-seven. The
0: Philadelphia Warriors won the NBA championship.
3: That was the next question. Who won it? Who did they beat? Oh, did like he the do the that? Rochester? Somebody? No. It was, Kansas the, City. it was Chicago, mm. but it was not the, the Chicago Bulls. Hawks. The Chicago Stags. Stags. I did know it was Florida's the Warriors, won. though. You did, and that was what I was going to ask. Who won it? And the Philadelphia Warriors, we Warriors, which is the first of the Warriors franchise right. uh, championships. Champions. the Warriors
0: have six. Mm-hmm. They have three in this last decade. Mm-hmm. One after the mer- or after the ABA-NBA merger that Rick Barry led them to. One after. In the 50s and then the first one.
3: So, uh, very well done. Thank you. Uh, Here's another question, basketball. Who is being rumored to take over the Philadelphia 76ers vacancy? (laughs) Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers today after having been let go.
0: It's so funny that Doc Rivers, man, I think Doc Rivers is such an unbelievable um, person. I think he's such an awesome... Leader, I don't know if he's that good of a coach.
3: Right, I I, I understand. Like the the, the questions do abound at this point about Doc like he Rivers. won the
0: championship, but that team was unbelievably stacked. I, I guess it's you can never take away when you win a championship. No, you can't. But that that group of players, especially then with what Rajon Rondo emerged into before he got hurt, mm-hmm. they absolutely should have gotten another ring. Um, and then with the Clippers, I mean, they never even you know you you talk about super team. With Lob City, remake it with another super team, and you still fall short. It's Here's just the fascinating. thing, I,
3: you know, from from again the, the schematics, the X's and O's of coaching, how you put a team together, how you get them to play the way you want them to play, and all that. I, I have no comment. What I do think is, I I think Brett Brown got a good run in Philadelphia, and yep. he did what he could do. And I think that it was more time than anything else. I don't think Brett Brown's a bad coach or anything like that. But I do think that a voice change from him to Doc Rivers would be a significant upgrade for this Philadelphia team. But is it enough to get where they are expected to be? That I don't know.
0: Well, here's the thing. The 76ers got to make a decision because... Take the parallel of Anthony Davis and LeBron James and how well they complement each other. The guys that they got are both unbelievably talented players. They're two of the best assets in the entire NBA. They don't work together. Right. Yeah. you got to decide, which one do you want? Yeah. They're going to be inherently better, at least more pleasant to watch, and they'll win just as many, if not more, games by getting rid of one of those guys for literally nothing, mm-hmm. let alone what they can get for them. Yeah, well, right? they, I mean, they, you, got, they better get a haul. If, if you surround Ben Simmons with... Like rim-running, athletic guys who can shoot. You're talking about the best pass-break team in the NBA because Ben mm-hmm. Simmons, baseline to baseline, might be the fastest player in basketball, and yeah. he's six ten.
3: Yeah.
0: Or if you just surround Joel Embiid with a true point guard and some shooters and just play in the half court and just play through him, you're also going to be a lot more appealing. They just don't work together. No, I, I, I they. I'm if working. I, so tell me this: What would you do? Are you Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Because here's what I would do: I would hire a coach that is going to light a fire under Joel Embiid's ass. He's got to figure out how... He he is good. He's, he's very good. He's an All-NBA player. But if he reached his maximum potential, mm-hmm. forget about it. He's the most unstoppable guy in the league.
3: With that in mind, and I don't disagree with you, I probably would take Simmons.
0: It's easier to build a team around Simmons si- in the modern NBA.
3: Simmons is more of what the NBA is now, yes. even though he can't shoot. So true. And... And... The, the, the problem is is I I I love Joe Oby in terms of like the person and who he is he might be my favorite NBA player I just he's just so funny his trash talk is absolutely the best, as good as it gets he hits every mark perfect he's an unbelievable player he's also what seven four or you, you know no, how seven, seven two okay okay my bad well, seven two so okay. four foot in a area? well I think seven is pretty unique. So, uh, anyhow, he's 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 phenomenal, but he's he, got to get in shape, he's, though, man. He and and he has a, a, you know an injury history and particularly a foot you know history. Yeah. And and he is a dependent player as a big, and that's not a bad thing. In fact, if you're you know you can be great at that, but I just think yeah. that there's more that you can do if if Simmons if Ben Simmons is. Yeah. What you invest in He's a little younger. I'd probably go.
0: It's got to buy him fully to be in a pro. Yeah, because I mean, here's the thing. If you can notice that an NBA guy is tired in a game, he's grossly out of
3: shape. Yeah. And Joel Embiid's dragging in late late in games. I mean, here's the thing. I think that that being out of shape, maybe maybe in calling the question work ethic, I'm not I, I don't know that I'm ready to do that. I don't know that I've heard enough about that per se. Uh, it's hard to be in shape when you can't run when you're hurt and then when you're a big guy It's not just hey a couple weeks and we're good to go Sure, like you got to work back into it over time And I don't know that he's had the time to be in the shape that he needs to be in but you're right That is whether it's in his, if it's in his control. It's a, certainly a red flag But even if it's not in his control It's a problem because at the end of the day it just has to be like you can't right. not be it uh, Okay uh, Last question for you. Okay Oh, I feel great about this. I can't question.
0: wait. Oh, hit me with it.
3: Who was the Idaho State head football coach from 1983 to 1987? <laughs> Let's go, let's go. You don't know tell me about was, your photographic no, no, memory. No, no. It's it's Jim Cutter,
0: Dirt Cutter's father. Jim Cutter, uh, he took over for Idaho State after they had won the 1981 national championship. Dirk Cutter was a player on that team. The reason I know this is
3: because you're an insane person. Well, no, That's no. why you know this. It is Jim Cutter, <laughs> you lunatic. You could have cured all the. We could be done with coronavirus, but you went into big sky football
1: coverage.
3: <laughs> oh, thank you. But God, unbelievable.
0: One of my favorite trivia questions of all time. <laughs> Only one time in the last 10 years has there been two separate NFL head coaches that went to the same school. Yeah, Marvin Lewis and Dirk Cutter, Cutter yeah. <laughs> went to Idaho State. It's bizarre. Yeah, the irony of the answer to that question <laughs> yes. could not be more profound. Yeah.
3: You are, you are, you are so right. But it's also it
0: just shows you the way that the world evolves and how that impacts mm-hmm. college towns in rural places. I know that around our neck of the woods, Missoula and Bozeman specifically, it's so easy. It's such low hanging fruit to be like, ha. <laughs> Pocatello, Sucks to live there. What a dump. They play in an orange arena on mm-hmm. carpet. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be Idaho State. The academic prestige of schools in the Big Sky oftentimes gets overlooked. Absolutely per- number one is Idaho State.
3: Mm.
0: Idaho State and Montana State are the only two high-research Carnegie institutions in the Big Sky Conference. Idaho State is Idaho's medical school. Idaho State is a phenomenal School. Hmm. Idaho State was a dominant athletic department in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. When they built Holt Arena, that sucker was the land gem. breaking. Yes, I mean, it was yes. one of the gems of the inland Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the Kibby Dome. It just ha- so happens that stadiums have advanced so much and it now becomes antiquated, and Pocatello has stayed the same sleepy little town that it's always been. And the way that the society has evolved, that's just not appealing to kids that much anymore. So their athletics has continued to struggle. But their academics and everything like that is great. It's just, it's so funny because when I look through the big sky record books, like Idaho state basketball, you should just light it up. Like the Grizz were trying to get past Idaho state to get to the big dance. When Judd Heathcote was in, uh, Missoula. Like, Eric Hayes told that great story on Grizz Greats about playing Idaho State in the play-in game to get into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Coming down the wire, they beat Idaho State by two. But Idaho State football, they won the second national championship in the history of the Big Sky Conference. Boise State won it, and then Idaho State won it. But that team, Dirk Cutter, Marvin Lewis, Merrill Hodge,
3: yeah. I mean, they had
0: like, multiple <laughs> like
3: <laughs> right. brand-name na- brand players. And it's funny the way it all evolves. um Do you know where Dirk Cutter is right now? Former head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Where is Dirk Cutter now? Is he bo- doing something at Boise State? Nope. Because he was at Boise State after Pokey Allen. Dirk Cutter is the offensive coordinator of your Atlanta Falcons. <gasps> well, I mean, what? That's, he's that's doing, doing? least of their he, problems. He, he's old, ever, he, he's doing like great points a great job. Well, he's, he's, I mean, you can't. You can't be hardly better. I mean, haven't they had two 100-yard receivers every game so far this year?
0: And they're still 0-3. Um,
3: Amazing. Tell you what, we got another basket of wings for you. 361-3688. You want to go to the Desperado, get some wings. You don't have to do anything but call. 361-3688. Call right now, and you get yourself the best wings in the city of Missoula over there at the Desperado Sports Tavern. Love every single one of them every single time. How would you come up with that question? Well, I just said... ah. Uh, I'm just well, I, I'm just gonna go do some random big sky football coaching thing. And uh got into just did the Idaho State, you know, Wikipedia yeah. history. But I knew that Dirk Cutter's father I mean the, the the thing that's interesting about that is that for us here and now is that he's Dirk Cutter's Dirk Cutter's father. Uh and uh, you know, of course, you know, who doesn't know eighty-three to eighty seven Bengals football? Uh, all right, there you go. Get yourself some wings, Three six one three six eight eight. Our thanks to the Desperado for uh, the insightful and informative round that we've had once again, thanks to Coulter Uh Break on the other side. Our ESPN roundtable, Kent Haslam, the athletic director of the University of Montana, going to join us. Looking forward to this. Hey, Kurtz Polaris. They're at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula and Highway 83 in Seely. It is spectacular outside. I mean, this month heading into October, it is as good as it gets. So get outside, get outdoors, get off-road, and do it with Kurtz Polaris. Beta and Husqvarna dirt bikes, tops in the industry, brand new at Kurtz. You also have the great selection of side-by-sides the ranger the razor the general you can go order pre-order do whatever you need go check out your hunting camp go get work done just go have fun take friends and family out get out of the way into the woods okay we're into all of that you also can check out everything online Kurtzpolaris.com, all the selections they have Great accessories, clothes, apparel, safety equipment, everything to look good, stay safe, feel good, stay warm as it starts to head into maybe a little bit cooler months, okay? Kurtz Polaris, 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Seely. Again, online, kurtzpolaris.com.
0: It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes.